Hello, everybody. This is the Dini Truths Podcast, episode number two on this December 11, 2018. How are you guys doing out there this morning, this afternoon, this evening, or whenever you're listening? I hope you're doing great for yourselves out there. I hope every day is going to be bringing you joy. I know it is going to be for me because I'm going to an entrepreneurial seminar in, I would say, about 22 hours from now. I'm actually recording this episode on a Monday. And me and Josh Sanchez, who is my guest today, we recorded this on a Monday also. So that would technically be yesterday for those of you listening today. Uh, So I can't update you on anything that's happened in my life right now because it hasn't happened yet. But I hope it brings me a lot of the joys and the many opportunities to learn and grow that I hope that it does. So I want to talk to you guys about my guest today, uh, Mr. Josh Sanchez. He has a podcast called Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. It talks about life advice and sports, but he'll tell you more about it as we go on. So are you guys ready? This is Josh Sanchez. Josh, hey, what's up? Oh, how much? How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm watching the Sixers game. Obviously, Jimmy Butler just went down, so I'm a little. Oh, you're, you're kidding me? Yeah, yeah, he strained his groin. What the hell? I know. <laughs> oh my god! And I'm not even a fan, but you know, Jimmy Butler. I mean, God, such a talented guy going down like that. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I know. Oh. Yeah, my my Miami Heat played the Lakers tonight at ten thirty. Oh yeah, you know you know that's gonna be on prime time. The last time they played, LeBron had like fifty points on them. Oh my goodness! Yeah, they're not even putting <laughs> they're putting it on NBA TV, so they're not even putting it on like well, it's a Monday first of all. So they're if it was a Wednesday <laughs> or a Friday, then yes, it would be on ESPN in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah, you're right. But yeah, I'm ready yeah, when you are. Well, I'm I'm good to go, man. I, very excited to have you on, first of all. Um, it's not every day that you get somebody that's into sports, but at the same time does real talk at the same time. Um, yeah, so mm-hmm. I, I know you're a sports guy, but tell everybody out there exactly what is your show like consisted of um, so that people can understand exactly what you do exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. So pretty much like Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez, pretty much like what I talk about is I'll do like sporting news. But I also talk about like mental health and life topics as well. Uh, my main goal is to inspire people to in, to achieve their dreams as well, and to um, and to also push themselves. Um, as <clears throat> like that's always been my goal. Um, I know like sports has always been like my way of like finding happiness and always been like my like escape go through like stress and life and stuff like that. But I've all, I'm also a psychology major. I go to Cabrini University. I am uh, I'm going to be a senior next year, but like I, I study communication and psychology. So I learn a lot about mental health and uh, like in anxiety and depression. So it's really cool how like I'm going to mix my, my, my dreams to be like a sports psychologist. So it's going to be fun to see how I'm going to mix communication and psychology together. But again, just inspiring people to achieve their dreams as well and also get people talking about sports and life topics. That's just what. That's my main goal at the oh end of the God, day. Oh, God, man. I mean, that's that's pretty cool for yourself. I mean, 
I mean, I'm not in college anymore. I've grown, I've grown out of that like years ago, but you know, it's cool for you that you not only do you want to get into a field where you actually help people, but you're doing it on both spectrums. You're doing it because athletes, man, they must go through like the worst mental health issues because of exactly the, the type of physicality they have to bring, whether it's football or basketball or uh, baseball, but it's, it's, it's a tough field. And a lot of these guys, even after they retire, you know, they have issues and, you know, they're not on the, they're not in the limelight as much as they used to be. And, you know, that takes a toll on, on, on people, on them. And, you know, I, I want to know exactly like what, ha- what have you learned so far in terms of, you know, the field that you're trying to get into, what have you been learning and what are you excited about once uh, this whole process ends and you start getting your, uh, your stuff out there? Well, uh, one, one thing I have been learning uh, so far with like sports psychology and all that stuff is like a lot of people don't even realize like how to train mentally. Like it's not even just sports. It's just like when you're going to job, your job every day or you're completing like a task every day or, or you have to, you have to study for a big test. Like a lot of people like, like anxiety has always had like this, like bad, like connotation with it. When, when, when in reality, like anxiety is actually a really good thing. It shows that you care about your specific thing that you care about. So for example, if you care about your job a lot and you get anxiety over your job and like completing a task at your job, people are like, like that, that just shows you like that you really care about the subject. So like, and that's like a lot of like a lot of, that's like a huge misconception that a lot of people like realize because when people think of anxiety, they think of like high stress and it's always bad, but without anxiety, we, we would not be able to do like any task and, or find any type of motivation to do anything in, in our world. And, and again, like from, from an athlete standpoint, of course, like obviously getting ready for like the big game and like mental training, a lot of people focus on physicality and being the most physical dominant, being the strongest, being the fastest that once you reach a certain point, it really doesn't matter about being the fastest or strongest anymore. What separates the good players from the great players or what separates the good employees from the bad employees is being able to like remain positive and being mentally strong and, and being told a task that you might not know the answer to and achieving that task. And that's why I love psychology so much because it's not just athletes, it's people in general too. But a lot, a lot of athletes don't realize this. And, and a lot of people don't realize how how good anxiety can be. And it just shows you, again, it gives you motivation to be your best self. And another thing I, I've really learned is the concept of imagery. And, like, this concept of imagery is when you think about, like, you completing a task. Like, with sports players, like, I know especially, for example, with basketball players, they'll use sports imagery or imagery and in a whole, I just say sports imagery because it's related to sports, but they use imagery to simulate their free throw shot and their routine. So that what happens is you close your eyes, you think about the situation that you're doing. So at job, at your work, let's say you're working at a desk and you're cutting a video. Mm-hmm. You picture yourself, you close your eyes, you picture yourself completing that video and you, and you ask questions to yourself. Like, what do I see? What am I doing? What am I feeling? Um, what am I hearing? Uh, who is with me around this area? And you'll be surprised when that moment happens, you'll be mentally prepared for it. That's why like Stephen Curry and that's why Kevin Durant or all these great free throw shooters 
shoot so well at the free throw line because one, they practice on their free throws, but they're also mentally, they picture themselves mentally at that moment shooting that shot. And you can relate that to everything in life. And that's one thing I like about psychology a lot that I'm learning and hope to spread to other people. Because we don't get, you don't get that much exposure to it. Like we try to put that to the side. A lot of times, like, you know, you know, people talk about, oh, we need to do mental health. We need to do mental health. But it doesn't seem like we're we know exactly. I mean, because I know everybody's different. We're all wired differently. Um, there's no like a, a, a universal answer for for millions of people. You can't do that. Um, but it, it's important that, you know, the awareness of it. And usually um, when I look at athletes in general, like I. I look at some of the ones like I look at some of the ones that I grew up watching and I still do. And I try to learn. It's like, okay, like how, like, what is their, what is their routine? Like, what do they do mentally to get themselves into a better place? And, you know, can I apply that to myself? While I may not necessarily be athletic. I mean, I'm not, I mean, like I'm 300 pounds, but I'm I'm trying to get to that athletic (laughs) point, like further down the line, trying to lose 120. Um, but in, in terms of thinking like that, you know, it, it's inspiring in a lot of ways. And uh, I'm glad like people like you are trying to get into that field and doing a, a show like this. Um, so, I mean, that is so yeah. being a, a Paul being involved in that and then trying to at least get yourself um, out there with in terms of, you know, doing a show and everything. Um, where do you see it going like further down the line in terms of like, in a, like five to 10 years from now, do you see it um, improving or do you see it? Do, are we taking steps back? Is there things that we could be doing that we're not doing? Um, what do you see? Uh, what I see like within the next five to 10 years, I, I see in terms of like mental health awareness, I see it spreading a lot more and more people, more and more people are acknowledging that. Like, for example, I know Kevin Love and DeMar Rosen last year, they recently spoke out about overcoming anxiety and playing through anxiety and as well as like a mental health illness. So the more people, like once, like I, I, one thing I realized, like once people start to speak out, more and more people will follow. And I just think in like the next five to 10 years that in terms of psychology, I feel like that will take off. Now, in terms of my podcast, how I'm treating it, like my dream job is to like work for like a professional team or work with like professional athletes or college athletes with mental health and build clients that way. Um, And how I want to do this is I want to be able to work with the athletes and then also have like a side on a side note, like, yeah, I also do my own podcast. Like the dream is to have my, have this podcast or like the Bill Simmons podcast or uh, part in my take or ESPN first take Mm. or all the other top podcasts in the world where you can have athletes just come on and just speak about life and just have like a good conversation about it. But that's like the dream job. But, uh, but obviously I'm taking it day by day, obviously with anchor now with their new sponsorships that they've done, it's obviously helped me out a lot. I've, I've gotten a huge increase in viewers, but um, I'm just taking it day by day. I've been doing it for around a year now. I started around this time last year and Again, just I, I again like for, for every podcast or pretty much just continue to make content and continue to advertise on social media. And now what Anchor does with their sponsorships is truly incredible. If you just if you find a way, you can just find like a cheap mic, like a blue snowball mic. That's what I did. 
and I still record on that one when I'm not at school. Obviously, when I'm at school, I'll use like the radio station mics, like the professional mics. But at when I'm at home, I'll I'll use my blue snowball and just record on my laptop and and just continue to make content. And also, I, I also recommend creating a, your own social media page for your uh, podcast as well, and getting viewers to go to that as well, and also doing promotion ads on Instagram that will help boost your audience and get more impressions out there and get more people interacting in that way. But we'll just see how it goes. And find, in terms of like progress, and I do see myself progressing a lot more. And obviously I'm uh, winter fall semester is almost over for me. So I'm in finals week now. So I'll have a whole like month, month and a half to just record podcasts pretty much every day and get more involvement that way. But the more you produce your content, whatever it is, uh, and and you attack the your the audience that wants to listen to you, you're gonna take off. And obviously, appearing on other like podcasts and stuff like that, and reaching out to people, that's huge in terms of expanding your podcast. Yeah, because we're all growing with each other at the exact same time. Yes, that's what people need yes. to understand is that you can't do things by yourself. You know, you need you need you to can't. be you need to at least reach out to people, whether it's doing something like this, what we're doing right now or, you know, because I, I'm podcasting around the same time you you have. I mean, I've been doing this for a little bit for two years and, you know, there's still things that I'm learning. And, you know, I've been it took me like a year before I finally started jumping on the Instagram wagon and promoting stuff on there. And this show I've just started like a few weeks ago. And so this was like a new experience for me. So, you know, reaching out to people, which I'd never done before. Um, it's a, you know, cause yeah. mentally I was thinking, Oh, you know, people are not going to, people are not going to care enough to come on this show. Like what the heck? Not only do I realize that people like you want to not only do something for, you know, your own show, obviously, but, you know, reaching out to a whole new audience that never, um, and never experienced the type of things that you experienced. I mean, we can all learn something from each other that we don't usually do. Um, yep. 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 You're exactly correct. And I'm a firm believer in, like, like I'm, I'm a believer in karma. I do believe in that. And I also like, I, I like when people reach out because it's good to spread the awareness and get more people involved in it because podcasting is also a growing yeah. field. I know radio is starting to die out. TV is starting to die out. But now like with podcasting, anyone mm-hmm. can do it. And the more you are willing to guest on other people's podcasts and interact with people, the more audience and the bigger audience you're going to yes. grow. And, and, and it's, a, and it's another way of reaching out and meeting new people. Uh, I know once we're done recording this podcast, I would like to get your Instagram and follow. Yeah, you as absolutely. Well. Um, so then we can work, we can continue to work with each other in the future. Cause I, I'm not glad I'm having a lot no, of fun. I'm glad right you now. are dude. And we haven't even talked about sports yet. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, we can talk about sports. It's whatever, it's yeah, whatever you want. Absolutely, because you know that's part of your thing. But you know, we can, you know, it's stuff like this that I'm glad that you like it. But you know, you know, the the, the fun of it is at the same time you can have fun. Uh, I yeah. okay, so we're getting close to NFL playoffs. Where exactly? Yeah. I mean, I know that the Rams just lost terribly to the Bears last night. Um, you know, they're like, they're like, they were considered to be like a top seed. They were going to be the team to go to the NFC. And then um, New Orleans just took the first seed spot. And, you know, people are now saying that the Rams have been exposed um, by Chicago. And, you know, for something like that, 
how do you do you think like a team like that is gonna like do you think that's like a mental thing that's gonna be affecting them throughout it or is it an experience or what? Um, pretty much like this is one thing I've realized with the mental health as- aspect of sports, and it's crazy. I'm a fr- I, I I'm a firm believer in momentum, and obviously like watching foot like the football season this year. One thing that's been so unique about the NFL this year is there's no like legit like top team. Like last year, I mean I'm a diehard Eagles fan, not gonna lie. So like last year, the Eagles just started clicking. And once a team starts getting on a roll like that, like mentally, they're just, it doesn't matter what adversity hits them. Mentally, they're just so in sync as a team and they all believe in each other that it does not matter what phases them. And obviously like with the Eagles last season, of course, when Carson Wentz went down, the Eagles lost to the Seahawks the week prior Mm. to that. And, and the Rams versus Eagles game, that was pretty much like last year. That was pretty much the make or break game for the Eagles team. If the Eagles would have lost that game, they lost their quarterback. Mentally, they would be defeated. They lost their leader. They've lost two straight. Now they might not even get the number one seed. But the fact that Nick Foles came in and led the Eagles to that comeback victory in Los Angeles, that's when the Eagles started rallying upon him. And then they took off and eventually won the Super Bowl. Now, fast forward to this year. Dallas, Dallas right now looks really good. I will say that. As an Eagles fan, it makes me oh, sick God. to say that. It yeah. does. Oh. It does. But da- Dallas looks really good. They look like they're starting to click and get in the sink, especially on the defensive side of the ball. But um, in terms of the best team right now in the NFC, who I think is like mentally there, mentally ready, I think the New Orleans Saints, even though they did lose to Dallas in Dallas, uh, I think that this team, I've been saying this for a while now, that they are – the, the, they're they're the legit best team in the mm-hmm. NFC. In terms of in terms of the AFC, it's it's all over the place because obviously you know the Patriots lost last yesterday, Steelers lost, the Texans lost, and Kansas City right now they're eleven and two. But obviously their best running back Kareem Hunt oh, had yeah. his uh, yeah he he's done and me- and mentally that must like think about yeah. that mentally for 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 example like you go from leading the league in rushing last mm-hmm. year to getting a pro bowl to being the franchise running back to now all of a sudden, because you can't act right out, outside of the football field. Now you lose everything mentally. That's, that's, that's draining. Now, like he's definitely going to go through a phase where he's going to like lack his identity. Uh, like I expect like a lot of teenagers experience that in college students around this time, like it's just finding yourself and finding like, what what makes you you and when you work so hard for something and then it does not work mentally now you got to recover from it and a lot of athletes when they have big injuries like it's a lot of them are they can't come back because just mentally it's just so draining like you uh, like picture like picture working hard for something it's like you record podcasts over and over and over again and then all of a sudden now you can't record podcasts anymore how lack of self-identity you have to go through with that. But in terms of – to go back to your question, the Rams, obviously, they lost their game mentally. I feel like they're they're still strong mentally because, obviously, they're 11-2. Mm-hmm. and two. The Rams and the Saints are both 11-2. and two. And, and the Rams almost beat the Saints. Like, literally, that game was a toss-up. 
But I will say the clear cut now that the Saints are the number one seed, if if the Saints have home field advantage playing in the in the Mercedes Benz Superdome with that crowd and that atmosphere, the Saints will be will, will probably be will probably be in the Super Bowl if you want my oh. honest opinion, because home, home field advantage is huge in the playoffs it's for certain teams. For the Rams, like we, we all know, their stadium only holds like twenty thousand yeah. people. So, and like, if you saw the Packers game earlier this year, there was more Packer fans at the Los Angeles oh. stadium than yeah. Rams fans. So like, so it's like, I like the new Orleans is just one of those places where they feed off of the crowd's energy playing at home. They get more confidence because that's you're at home. You're more comfortable. You're used to your locker room. You're used to your routine. Whereas where you're on the road, it's now I, I got to adjust. Now I'm in the visitor's locker room. Mentally, I got to figure out my own routine. So, again, it just all depends on the athlete and the type of player. But if you have great leaders who are mentally strong on your team, it doesn't matter what adversity adversity faces. But I will say this, though. In terms of the teams in the NFL, I think there's a couple teams, though, that are just mentally yeah. done. The, the Cincinnati Bengals are one of those teams that mentally yeah. they're done. Uh, yeah, they don't they don't care anymore because obviously their coach has been there for nineteen oh, or for I don't know the exact I don't know the exact he's been there for a long, long time and they have not won a playoff game. Like it's time for a change, but when the top is not making the change, the players start to not believe in and they and they don't be com- they're not committed into the program. And once you have players that are not committed and you have um, like a like a dis discommunication between the ownership and the coach, it's time to just blow it up and start over, and and that and the Bengals are one of those teams. Another team I think is done. Obviously, the teams that have like the worst records, uh, it, it must it must be hard playing. Like at that point, you're just playing for pride and you're playing for your contract in the future, and possibly playing to get traded for another team. Like it's, 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 it depends on the situation mentally wise, but to go back to your question about the Rams, the Rams, obviously they did lose. They got upset pretty bad and they now, now they're the second seed, but I mean, they still, still get home field and they'll still get a buy in the first round. It's just now they got to go to new Orleans and new Orleans is a very tough place. To yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, the only reason I say that was because, uh, you know, that was like one of the, the big game that happened last night, but um, I wanted to, to go get into leadership for a second because I know you brought that up in your thing. Yeah. Um, I'm a new, I know you're an Eagles fan, but I'll I'll just say this: I'm a Giants fan. Okay, I, I respect I respect Giants fans, just not oh, Cowboys yeah. fans. Yeah, it, it, it's funny how <laughs> everybody in that division's like, yeah, we expect everybody, just not Dallas. Um, yeah, because because their fans are just so ban they're bandwagon fans. They come out obnoxious. They think they're we're America's team when you haven't won a Super Bowl in so long. Uh, <laughs> 25, yeah. 26 years. Oh, yep. Well, they could shut all this up if it happens this year, but uh, it's a very uh, – no, I don't, I don't, I don't see, see it, it don't either. See it. But um, <laughs> I, I know you probably saw what happened with Ben McAdoo when he was coaching the Giants last year. Um, that, yeah. the, you know, me being the, the Giants fan that I was, it's like that the leadership that he was bringing to them. I mean, I was hearing, like, players, like, they were rebelling against him. Like, the, the fact that he sat Eli Manning out for a game when he had, like, that long – he's had, like, the most consecutive streak of uh, starting his quarterback. I think he had – I think he had, yep. like, the top 
like I think he's like top ranked in that. Um, just to take him out because you wanted to test Geno Smith out, who's not even on the team anymore. Um, I know it was just like bad decisions. Like the guy just took us to a playoff playoffs in his first year, but then yeah. just to have that drastic turnaround in your second year. I mean, I don't know, like what in, I don't know, like leadership wise, like how you feel about when it comes. I mean, I know you explained a little bit of it, but when it comes to you know leading your team and. You know, they always say, like, you know, if you want to be, like, successful in anything, you have to have good leadership qualities. Um, who exactly, I mean, who exactly do you feel in this in this league are, like, some of the, the best leaders that take um, that can take these teams into, uh, like, in this season um, to bigger and better places for, like, years to come, if any? Yeah, um, in, ter- in terms of leaders, uh, in terms of leaders, I will say – Leadership wise, um, Tom Brady obviously the way how he's just so mentally strong and he can overcome literally any type of adversity. Because here's a guy that literally on his forty yard dash ran a six or ran a six something. Like that's how slow he was in the combine. He had one of the worst combines mm-hmm. ever. But just mentally, he's just he 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 is like the Michael Jordan of quarterbacking. Yeah. That's what I think in terms in terms of mentally. Strong. You're down 14 points, five minutes left to go. I'm giving the ball to Tom Brady. Tom Brady, lead us to victory because Tom Brady just knows that he just flips the switch. Um, in terms of all these teams this year, I can name like the top teams, the Saints, Drew Brees. Drew Brees has been there. He's been that leader. Even, all, even when the Saints were losing, he's always been a vocal leader for the team, always leading the huddle. Uh, obviously his passing, he broke the passing yard record this year and he's on pace to break the touchdown record by a quarterback. So obviously Drew Brees is a, is a clear cut leader for the saints uh, for the Rams. It's, it's, it's Aaron Donald. Um, he, he is one of the best defensive players in football and he continues to show that on and off the field. Um, going down the list for the Cowboys, the Cowboys, it's probably Ezekiel Elliott, mm. obviously, because he runs the ball. They feed him the most. They run their offense through him. And on the defensive side of the ball, Sean Lee. Yes. Like, all the, all, the top, all the top teams have a couple leaders that just stand out or have, like, that big true leader that's been there for forever and that leads the team. And you need to have good leaders on, on a team. You need to have good leaders in a workplace. You need, and not just leaders that just get their job done, but leaders that can motivate and push other people. I know I've had examples with bosses where I, I've, I've hated like work. I used to work at this food, food, or no, this uh, pet place, my fault, this pet place. And my manager was, was absolutely not a people person at all. So it, it, it like she turned work into like a boot camp. Oh, no. And, and, and literally that's why everyone that got hired would leave within a oh, month. Great. And she's like, why is she's like, why is everyone leaving after a month? And I'm just in my mind, I'm just like, because yeah. you are trying to control everyone and you're not being a true leader. So it all starts from the top. So that's why the Patriots have always been so good. You have Robert Kraft, you have Bill Belichick. They have their motto. It's either their way. They have it, they have their game plan set, and they have the right players that will play for Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft. And that's just that's why the Patriots have been so good. Same with the Spurs in basketball. You have Greg Popovich, one of the best coaches of all time, and they just they have players that buy into the system. 
that they run, and you need to have great leadership. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it comes from a coach or a player. You need to have it or else you won't, you won't succeed. Like, you look at the teams that are struggling uh, in, in sports, like um, – like for example, like the Raiders, oh. like like who was their who was who? I, I know they just beat the Steelers. I'll give them their props there. But who leads their team? Yeah, like they paid over a hundred million dollars for Jay Gruden, <laughs> but they got rid of their their star player on defense, Khalil yeah. Mack. He's now on the on the Bears. So like now there's like there was no leadership, and that's why the Raiders are so bad. Like you need to have a true leader on a team, and you need to have those that lead by example. Exactly. You know, yeah, I bring up leadership because um, I used to be a leadership representative for my previous job. Um, we used to have different uh, stations across the country. I had a partner that yeah. was in uh, South Florida. Him and I were the two leadership representatives. And every year we would go up and we would learn the ways that the company like um, did leadership. And we would go back and then we would have to do these seminars for all the employees and telling them like what our our things are like or what our values are like what our leadership qualities are like and we need to bring this out to people um middle management didn't necessarily follow those and uh people in uh the higher the higher rankings i mean they 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 said okay here's what it is on paper go and do it but they didn't exactly follow them either and then people are wondering like why do we have this leadership program if our bosses and our managers are not doing it um but it, and that's why I had to leave because I just wasn't feeling it as that negative energy that was being yeah. thrown upon. But I think that's also what goes into the mental health thing as well. Just to close the just to close this out is it's 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 really it's really tough, especially when you're in a situation where it's negative all the time. And that that that, that affects your performance, whether it's sports or whether it's your job. The fact that you don't have anybody that can take you in the direction that you want to go. And plus, we all have our own individual goals and successes that we want to get to. And whether there's a coach out there or whether there's a boss out there or just anybody that you work with that's training you to get to that point, whether it's for your own successes or for their successes, as long as they're teaching you along the way about what the great values of what being a leader is, I mean, that will take you miles ahead for the rest of your career, whatever it is that you're trying to do for yourself, or whether if it's trying you to do a podcast for yourself, it's, it's important. And we don't really teach that a lot. It's usually because we've been living in like one quadrant for so long. It's like, okay, you go in, you make your money, and then you waste it all on things that you need. Um, you know, and that's like, that's the system that we live in. And it's like, okay, well, this may suck, but I got to do it. And they don't really put themselves out there like, you know, we, like what we're doing. I mean, podcasting is a very tough thing. People think it's easy, but, you know, hitting that button for the first time, if you don't know what you want to say, it's, I mean, it takes time to get used to it. Um, yeah, you, you are absolutely right. But yeah, I just wanted to, I just wanted to end on that. If you wanted to go along and say something along those lines. Yeah, I, I will say this, before, this will be the last okay. thing I'll say. I, I, well, I, I will say, like, in terms of you just got to find something that makes you yes. happy. And if you want to be a, if you want to lead, if you want to lead a team or you want to do something in terms of leadership, find something that makes you, that gives you passion for it. And I've gotten a chance to, I've also, I've, I've interned at 6ABC Philadelphia this fall. Mm. 
and I've got the hey, I got I got a chance to interview uh, sports reporter Deuces Rogers for he's on the TV all the time about the Eagles and stuff. And he told me he told me this very special quote that's always that's been inside me ever since he told me uh, this quote. He said, "If you love doing something that you're good at, eventually you'll be good at it. So like, don't be scared to do something that you're really good at, or not, no, no, do something that you really like to do. Yeah. Fault. If you do something that you really like to do, eventually you'll be good at it. Instead of doing something that you're already good at and don't and you don't like. So pretty much like." reach out reach out of your comfort zone because you really want to do that do that task and eventually you'll be good at it so always follow your heart follow your passion and follow what get what makes you you and watch where it's going to take you. great 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 message to end it on man that was that was really good josh <laughs> uh, i'll definitely put that in the clip and i'll, I'll put it on the uh, instagram uh for tomorrow of course uh okay so of course uh, let everybody know where exactly they can find you. Uh, you guys can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, all over Anchor. All you got to do is search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. All right. And I will leave a link in the description for everybody listening as well. Uh, Josh, thank you for coming on, man. It's been a pleasure. Of course. Um, it has. I've had a blast. Thank you for thank you for reaching out. I, yeah. I love doing this. Uh, when the Super Bowl comes around, uh, and after everything is all said and cleared in the uh, cleared and the dust settles, I'll have to co- have you come back on. And we can talk like uh, mentally, like exactly what happened. And we could. Yeah. yeah, of course. All right, I will. All right, take it easy, Josh. All right, you too. Have good. a good bye. One. All right, bye. All right, everybody. That is going to do it for our episode two. Let me remind you, everybody, of where you can find me on social media. The Facebook page is facebook.com slash Truths. I will be updating you guys on all the episodes. I'll be posting little clips from the episodes, and I will be updating you on what's going on with me throughout the course of that Facebook page. And if you want to check me out on Instagram, just look for the username Truths over there. You'll see my progress in weight loss. You'll also see little clips from YouTube on there as well. Not YouTube. What am I saying? From the podcast, I'll be posting one-minute clips on the Instagram so you can catch little bits and pieces of what the show's all about. Guys, Facebook, facebook.com slash Truths, And then on Facebook, I mean Instagram, just go on to the Truths username and you'll find me right there. I hope you all have a good rest of your day. Let me tell you exactly who I have as a guest next time. Yeah, that's right. I have another guest coming on the show and you'll be surprised on who it is. It is the Life Awakening Let's Talk About It podcast by Tammy Loftus. We're actually going to be recording it pretty late in the night. Well, at least for me, we're three hours apart. That don't mean anything. That don't mean anything. I talk to people from all around the world. In fact, I'm going to be doing so later on this week. So I hope you all enjoy the good rest of your day, your morning, your evening, whenever you're listening. Arrivederci. Arrivederci.